One one tied top seven. And Teoscar swings at the first pitch, sends it to deep right center field. Gone! And just like that, the Blue Jays have taken the lead. Last year pitching for the Blue Jays. He had a terrific season for the Jays. Teoscar gets into one, hits it deep left field. It's gone. His second home run of the night, and it is four to one Blue Jays. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. It's BetQL Daily, Ryan Horvath in today. Joe O with the day off using some load management, not playing on a back-to-back. Russ Tucker with you today. We've broken down. We've talked a lot about the NFL week one, some win totals, some futures, all that fun stuff. we got 12 Major League Baseball games on the slate today, we're going to dive into hopefully all of these games. Uh, a lot going on today. we got some good pitching matchups. I'm actually considering going to the Brewers game uh, about 20 minutes when we get off the air because it's Corbin Burns Day. He's back uh, after testing positive for COVID, officially back today. Uh, so he will be taking on Jack Flaherty. So we're getting a good pitching matchup. Let Look me at- ask you this. Let me ask you this, Ryan. Out of baseball, basketball, and NFL, what what do you do the best at? What do you do the worst at? As far as betting, um, yeah, man, basketball actually, college football. I'm really into college football. Joe gives me a hard time because lately, whenever we have a guest on, I'll say anything on the Heisman yet or anything on college football futures. They all give me a hard time because obviously the NFL is king, but I love college football, man. So that's my moneymaker, NBA. And then this year, I've actually been on fire in Major League Baseball, but usually that's not the case. Usually by July, I give up betting baseball and I start looking. Uh, in football futures, college and NFL, but I love college. I actually what, college of the NFL. So college football and NBA, you do the best on typically. Yeah, but you're doing well on baseball right now. And then, which one do you enjoy betting the most? Is it the same? Football. I mean, I love football season, man. I live for football season. I love the NBA. I like college hoops as well. But uh, yeah, for me, it's football. I mean, there's nothing I, football. I don't, like like with the NBA, for example, man, so many backdoor covers, and this year's been a disaster. 90 minutes before tip, you got guys sitting, you know, James Harden sitting, Embiid sitting, Giannis yeah, is sitting. Yeah, it's been a mess. It's been tough, man. It's, it's, it's been a mess all year. Football, you know, you get the injury report. You know, you get guys that are going to be game-time decisions, but you have a good idea of who's going to be on the field every Sunday or every Saturday. So I think it makes it that much easier, man. So football is always going to be king. Basketball, close second. And then baseball. See, baseball has been great this year because I used to just play sides and totals, which is obviously it gets a little bit harder throughout the year, 162 game schedule. But the prop bets have been huge, huge, man. The strikeout props, the K props, been on fire so far this year. Uh, coming in, you heard that highlight. The Blue Jays pick up the victory last night. That was one of Joe O's picks. One of my baseball picks did not hit last night as I was on the Nationals. It was John Lester Day. They end up losing that game uh, in extra innings. Was looking good for a while there. Ends up being a disaster. We got everybody here today. We got Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvath, Dylan's here, Jake's here. If anybody wants to jump on and give some Major League Baseball picks, feel free to do so. We'll run through this card. Uh, We got some early games. First pitch in about an hour or so. We got the Blue Jays back at it today. They're on the road taking on the Atlanta Braves. Ross Stripling on the mound for the fifth time this season. Uh, He was... Not at his best his last outing. He gave up three runs, only lasted three and two-thirds against the Astros. He's 0-2 this season. And uh, it's been a pretty uh, disastrous first year in Toronto for him. ERA 661. 
He's got a 1-9-0 whip and just 16 and one-third innings pitched. Took on the Braves earlier already uh, this month, allowed two runs, only lasted four and one-thirds in that one. For the Braves, Charlie Morton on the mound today. It's his eighth start of the season. Uh, two and two on the year, up and down. Gave up four runs and five and one-third against Toronto earlier this month. Blue Jays, 4-0 in their last four games against the Braves. The Braves, meanwhile, 1-4 in Charlie Morton's last five starts. No official play for me on this one. Uh, if I was going to play it, though, I'd look at Toronto again. Just Charlie Morton, again, 1-4 in his last five starts. Blue Jays, 4-0 in their last four against the Braves. I keep expecting the Braves to get right, but uh, I'd be back in Toronto, if anything, in that one. Uh, what else do we got today? Your Phillies, Ross, back in action. What are your thoughts on them? I mean, I, I did place a future on them to win the division. Um, Zach Eflin on the mound today. He's making his eighth start, 2-1 and one this season, 338 ERA. What do you think about the Phillies taking on Patrick Corbin today? Well, look, uh, the Phillies are about where I thought they'd be. I saw where they just put Real Muto on uh, the DL. He got hit with a ball. Yeah. So that's something to note. He's one of their best players, obviously. Um, so Real Muto's out. Corbin's a pretty good pitcher, right? Yeah. For Washington? Yeah. Uh, well, he, he's been bad well, this year. He, 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 I think he's going to figure it out. This year, okay, so if we're looking at this year, he's he's been terrible. He's one and three. His ERA is almost at eight, seven, three, six ERA. He's walked 14 to just 20 strikeouts. In, uh, you ever wonder how that happens, by the way, where a guy that's like been good, then all of a sudden – and, and and vice versa. It's weird. Well, I should. Okay. So he hasn't been good this season, but he's been good in his career against the Phillies. He's been solid. He's five and three, three, one, nine ERA, uh, 23 walks to 62 strikeouts. And that is against uh, the Phillies. So it's, it's, it's been a disastrous start. If anything, I'm playing the Phillies today with Zach Eflin on the mound. Like I said, they're eight and two in his last 10 starts against a team with a losing record. So for me, uh, Philadelphia is a play today on the money line. I do like the Phillies. What else do we got today? Royals and Tigers. I'm not touching that one. No breakdown for me on that one. A uh, game that I might be heading to right when we get off the air. Take my son to see Jack Flaherty and Corbin Burns. Flaherty's making his eighth start of the season. He's been perfect this year. He was brilliant once again in his last start. He went seven shutout innings against the Rockies. Granted, it was the Rockies, but it was a 5 nothing win for the Cardinals. He's 6-0 and already this season, is Jack Flaherty. Uh, having a Cy Young-worthy season. I don't hate a Jack Flaherty play uh, Cy Young feature. If you're looking for some value outside of Jake DeGrom, who looks like he's going to be just fine. Uh, Corbin Burns, this is his first start in two weeks. He ended up having COVID-19. They didn't officially tell us that, but we found out yesterday. Uh, he did test positive. That's why he's missed his last couple starts. He's back today. A little worried about that. Maybe he's going to be a little bit shaky uh, with, with the layoff coming off of the uh, COVID restriction list. Do you but think again, he's going to have a short leash, Ryan? Like, what, Do you think they're going to cap him at like five, six innings? Yeah. Yeah, that would be my concern with Burns because I wanted to look at the strikeout props. That would be my concern is maybe he doesn't get out of the six. Maybe I could see him throwing maybe 85 to 90 pitches today. Woodruff got to go a little bit longer, and uh, they actually gave him some run support. But I think he will be on a short leash. And um, so I brought up Flaherty, how he's been perfect this year, 6-0. and Cy Young-worthy season, 2-8-3 ERA. The whip is wonderful. But yet he stinks against the Brewers. In his career against Milwaukee, he's 2-6. ERA, 573 in 12 starts. 
against Milwaukee. I'm kind of looking – I'm leaning Brewers today. Now, what you just said, that's what kind of concerns me a little bit. Corbin Burns making his sixth start of the season, um, but hasn't made it. He missed his last two starts on the COVID list. And then in the start before that, the last one that he did make was his worst of the year. He gave up five runs, four of those earned, only lasted five innings against the Marlins. Uh, and that was uh, his second loss of the season. Not that that matters, but he's two and two this year. ERA one five three. Finally gave up a run. Still hasn't walked anybody yet, though. Uh, but he's back today. I'd look to maybe play the Brewers today uh, in fade Jack Flaherty again. He's two and six in his career against Milwaukee. Five seven three ERA and twelve starts. The Brewers at home. Uh, still, they got to get healthy though. Like the the only problem I have with back in the Brewers is they really struggle to score runs right now. They're relying on guys like Billy McKinney. And Tyron Taylor, Christian Yelich, it's concerning. Like, Ross, this guy's got a back injury. So he just signed this, like, 10-year contract. Everybody in Milwaukee's freaking out because any – like, okay, so it's like Giannis signs the Supermax. Everybody goes crazy because you got Giannis for the next six, seven years. Yelich does the same thing, and everybody was ecstatic, thinking that there was a chance that maybe he would go to Los Angeles, New York, leave once his contract ran up. They signed him to this big deal. Now everybody's freaking out because he has back issues. That is pretty concerning, though, man. Even if you're 28, 29 years old, like that is something that lingers and flares up nonstop. I don't know when he's going to be back. So this is this is something I can speak to as a guy that had a back surgery in Buffalo. Backs are tough, man. I'm not saying people should freak out. I'm just saying they should absolutely temper their expectations. Here's how I would describe it, Ryan. And this is important for... Any futures bet for the Brewers or Brewers fans? I don't know anybody, Ryan, that used to have a bad back. Right. Think about that. Right. Like, once you have a bad back, you kind of have a bad back. Right. I had a surgery. The surgery stopped the numbness down my leg. The surgery made the pain better. But it's still something that I work on and have to think about every day. I stretch it and do core stuff all the time, and it still bothers me. I can't sit at a high-top table. I need my feet on the ground. I can't stand. I mean, it's an issue, and that doesn't mean he can't still work through it and have some productive years. I'll just tell you, I started 24, 25 games my second, third, and fourth years in the NFL. After my back surgery, after my fourth year, Never started another game. Yeah, man. Never started another game. I hung around for a couple more years, but I wasn't I wasn't the same. I was just a little bit less agile or explosive, Ryan. And here's the thing. I wasn't that agile or explosive to start with. So right. so if you're like average to below average and you lose what well, people don't realize about pro sports is like a little bit is like the difference. It can be the difference. So uh, I would say that people probably can freak out a little bit in Milwaukee. Yes, I will give permission to freak. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they've already been – Lorenzo Cain's been in and out of the lineup the last two years. Well, last year he ended up opting out due to COVID after, like, the first five games of the season. But they're just dealing with some injuries and a back issue. There's nothing you could do. You can't put a cast on it. I mean, you can have, you know, numerous surgeries. It's kind of like, obviously, you get nervous if you have a big man, if you have a seven-footer, really anybody. But, like, if – you got a big man in the NBA and he has plantar fasciitis. I mean, there's nothing you could really do foot injuries and back injuries. And then of course the hip, 
I had that. That those are the worst, and those are the ones that linger and uh, scare me a little bit. So no Christian Yelich still in the lineup for the Brewers. Might look to play them. Might look at a Corbin Burns uh, strikeout prop. But again, the thing that concerns me with that, if the number is at seven and eight, eight and a half, is he going to be on a short leash, which I would expect coming off the COVID list? Um, we'll wait and see on that one. So there's our first couple games of the day. Again, Phillies Nationals first pitch uh, coming up about an hour and a half for that one already, about 90 minutes. Uh, we got Blue Jays and Braves first pitch for that one coming up in about an hour. So I would lean Toronto in that one and fade Charlie Morton, who has struggled. Again, uh, Philadelphia is a play with Zach Eflin on the mound. I will fade Patrick Corbin in that spot. Brewers right now, uh, taking a look, they are minus 145. Jack Flaherty as a dog, plus 133. Again, he struggles against the Brewers, but getting Jack Flaherty a Cy Young candidate at that price, I understand why some people would be uh, on the St. Louis side. I will probably be on Milwaukee. And then I feel like I have to continue to back the Chicago White Sox, who have been on fire today, minus 139 on the money line. Uh, they're taking on the Twins. Lance Lynn gets the start for the Sox. Three and one start to the season for him. Already has one complete game shutout on the season to go along with the 152 ERA. Back to back strong seasons in Texas. Comes over to Chicago. He's looked good thus far. I'm probably going to be on the White Sox uh, uh, again as they have continued to crush pitching. White, and, White Sox over four is plus money right now. They've scored at least nine in five of their last seven games. Yeah, that's probably going to be. And Pineda has not been good. Pineda's expected ERA is four three nine. His FIP is four one five. His ERA is not as good as it looks. Yeah, Pineda's been terrible, man. He, I mean, let's see. His last start against Texas, he got a no decision. Actually, you know what? The last start was pretty solid. He went six innings, gave up six hits, only two runs. But That's yeah, the Texas White- though. I don't right. I don't hate that uh, the run total though with the White Sox, who continue to uh, be just tremendous at the plate. Uh, other than that, I might have some more for lightning bets. Uh, looking at Cleveland tonight, I feel like Zach Plesek's finally going to get right. Uh, he makes the start again tonight. You had some tough luck early this season. Two really bad starts against the White Sox where I played a strikeout prop, and I don't even think he made it to the third inning. But he's coming off Jared Kelnick day, though. So I might take a look at Cleveland. They're 5-0 and in their last five games against a righty, going against a righty again tonight. We'll continue to talk about this. We're going to take a look at the NBA card next here on BetQL Daily. Ryan Horvat, Ross Tucker in for Joe O today. We'll be back coming up.